UFO. All right. So let's talk about this meme. Just hit my knee. Jesus Christ. <laughs> a little bit, but I'm good. The meme is can you be pro black and still date outside your race? I say, yeah. I say I'm indifferent. Indifferent? Or well, I'm in between. I'm in between. That's what I should say. Okay. Like, I feel like, okay, and this is what, okay. I've actually had this conversation before. And I was brought, and it was brought to my attention another viewpoint that I don't think anyone ever tries to consider. And once I thought about it, I was like, eh, well, I mean, if you tried and constantly fail, that makes sense. So what if you're a pro, pro black, whatever woman, male, and the people that you are attracted to are the people that you typically, you ideally should be with another black person. They either have never taken you seriously or never saw you in that light to want to be with you. So everyone you've pursued that is in, that is black, does there's never anything there. So the first, maybe it's the first or one second time that you're like, well, let me date outside my race and see what happens. And you happen to make a connection because I feel like that's kind of what happened. Like, and I'm not saying she's not happily married. I'm not saying that, but like, think about Serena Williams. She was hooked to a lot of black men prior to her, like her, her white husband came out of nowhere. Like, I'm just, I mean, I'm just being real. It was like Drake and then, Bam. And like a lot of people were saying, like, you know, when they're like, she sold out, everyone's like, she dated black men. These black men didn't obviously think value in her enough to put a ring on it. People said you know Serena Williams sold out. I didn't hear that. Yeah, people said that. I mean, okay. you know, black women, yeah. you know, those chats, you know, oh, what okay. I mean? right. but again, so what if that pro black person is in one of that situations? Like, what if they tried and tried and tried to pursue these relationships with someone in their in their own race? And it just didn't work out. So then it's like, well, what do you want me to do? Okay, let's let's stay let's stay on this concept. Why do you think it's not working out for those people? I think it could be a mixture of everything. All right, start talking. So like one, you know, just it don't it doesn't align. You know, I just feel like that sometimes there's always one that's more so pushing for the relationship than the other. You know, like there's one within, and then it's like, okay, finally we're gonna. Are those meet. are those are those general relationship dynamics, or is that about them not being attracted to that person, even though they're black, or a disconnect from the blackness? I think it's a disconnect from the blackness. Why so? That's that's what I'm trying to get to. Like when as like when, when we think about like when we think about the people the black people who end up with non-black people, is there a common denominator or? I don't know because, okay, but then it's another thing though, because a lot of people would say, and this, cause the picture you show in that meme mm. or whatever, first of all, that people, the people in that meme clearly were not dating, right? We all know that, that woman is gay or transgender, whatever. Okay, but, it's a good aesthetic. <laughs> but, um damn shit <laughs> damn it christina tighten up tighten up you said what was the reason why oh the, the aesthetic okay i got it so 
take for instance, like you and I, for example. Right. When a lot of people meet us, I don't think they're they're the assumption is we probably went to a black school, right? Okay. So then I don't know about you, but I know me growing up, if when they would hear me talk, they'd be like, oh my God, you sound like, and I hate this by the way, because I don't think anyone can sound like someone, but they, I think you can sound ignorant or intelligent, but they would be like, oh, you sound like a white girl. So automatically- I can see that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that I sound like, okay. You're, that's not what I, you weren't supposed to say that. Anyway, <laughs> but when I said that, <laughs> I said that, I said that to say that sometimes I think people's, who they are, they can't change that. Like, I can't change how I sound. Like, this is just how I sound. So you're either going to give it or not. So I feel like people that are really pro-Black, sometimes they can maybe come off a certain way that might not be appeasing to all. If you're not really down with the cause anyway, you're probably like, this is a bit much. You know what I'm saying? Like, it takes a certain type of person to be with someone that is pro-Black. Like, I mean, like super pro black. And then you also have to understand that you're taking on that too, because you're a representation of that person. So I do think it's a lot that goes into it. And a lot of people probably think deeper and deeper than they need to be. But I feel like if you're, even if you don't agree necessarily with every decision, I feel like you have to like, there has to be a, an understanding as like, all right, well, y'all didn't want to do me because of FYI, you know, whatever. but this person, despite not being black, is willing to do it. And then, you know, a lot of people don't really want to identify as being like solely white anymore because that's like <laughs> not a thing. So I've seen people who look white be like, I'm not white. <laughs> not just be like, well, then what's your, what is your ethnicity? And then they'll Scandinavian be like- Scandinavian and Irish. That's what I'm saying. I'm just like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like now it's like, I feel like lately people aren't really just like saying, you know, <laughs> You, know, you get what I'm trying to say. Like, ain't no one yeah. walking around like, hey, that's me. I'm white. You know what I'm saying? They're going to be like, no, I'm Greek or I'm from, you know, I'm from Italy. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, you're white, you know, but. Okay, so is, is the pro-black conversation, is this strictly about, or do, do y'all think it's, it's, do y'all think this is about being just pro-black in general or just pro-black in the dating world so are you trying to say do you think it's that a person should be pro-black in the dating world like it's i'm saying the dating world there's, yeah there's okay, some how do i put it i don't understand the question so there's a lot of pain in them comments under that picture a lot of single people in there angry there's a lot of a lot of people in there just bitter because they're alone and blaming the white girl or blaming the white guy. And it's like, it don't help you. It don't, it don't, it don't help you at all. That's, of course you can be pulled back, man. That shit is like, everybody has like their, not everybody, but a lot of black people have their like arbitrary metrics for what makes you pro-black or not. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we good. All right, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> they got a Nicki Minaj ringtone. That's about as pro-black. <laughs> now that was funny. That's hilarious. But no, people got like, you know, arbitrary definitions of what blackness is. And it's like, you know, if a nigga protests, if a nigga like donates to black funds or works in black, like volunteers in the black community and his wife is white or Hispanic, that don't make him black. Like, it's just, it's the yeah, that's, that's what I'm trying. I'm trying to figure out. 
And if you like one of them, like, you know, like the black penis and the black seed and all them niggas like, ain't your shit dominant? Like, ain't you creating more blackness wherever you go? Like, it's all it's all just a bunch of bullshit. That's, that's also true. Okay, so wait, I'm so confused. Blackness is bullshit? What? What did you just say? I missed it. I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention. No. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm so sorry. What did you say again? I wanted to I wanted to say something and I felt like I misinterpreted it what you said. So that's why I was like, wait, can you say what you I'm said? I'm saying again? there are a lot of black people, like mm-hmm. like when you get into like hotep zone, mm-hmm. who are like very much about like the strength of the black penis and the black genes are stronger than white genes and white people are Neanderthals and blacks. Yeah, those are sort of the people that you really still clear from. But though, yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's like if it is dominant aren't the genes creating more black people? Like if we, if the one drop rule exists, like if you have a baby with the Hispanic, that's a black baby. That's not a white true. baby. That's not a, like you, no matter where you go, you make it more black people. You know what I mean? Like, now culturally, if you got an issue with like a white mom trying to do black hair or that, that's all bullshit compared to their like commitment to blackness and like- But I don't think that's a commitment to blackness. I think that's a responsibility as a mom. Exactly. That's what I mean. Like, oh, okay. like, not, like relative. Like, it's not we're like applauding someone for doing their child's hair. Yeah, but it's like if someone understands where they come from and it like contributes back to their community and has self consciousness, that's more important than like just the difficulties of a white woman learning black hair. Like, so what about your racial, whatever's of the world who was impersonating a black woman? because she was so <laughs> inspired by the black community. Do you think that's a bit much? Like, do you think that's, a, like, do you think there's an extreme for like, clearly we know the extremes for black people, obviously, you know? But like for a white woman to go that much to me, I don't know, I, I thought it was funny, I'm not gonna lie when it first came out. But this is how I thought about it, I was just like, wow, like this woman really did all that to be black. I mean, she clearly did a fairly good job because she was what in the NAACP. She I'm had a. Say it. I'm gonna say it. Yeah. <laughs> as a nigga who goes to like, I'm not gonna say. It. As a, <laughs> as someone who goes to like those meetings and like does that kind of stuff, there's a lot of white people who put in more work for black people than black people. There's a Uh-oh. ton. Mm, Uh-oh. There's a ton. You're gonna get beat up in these streets. There's Uh-oh. a ton. Hey. Hey, now, nah. <laughs> we go, we go, we go really back in. We go, we go pull it back in. Cause obviously none of that compares to the experience of being black. Obviously. If I see a brother who like meets a girl at a rally, <laughs> like I ain't gonna be like, that nigga sold out cause her name Elizabeth. Like, no, <laughs> like, no, 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 no. So it's just more shit to like, it's, it's more shit to think about, like way more shit. And like to your point about Serena, like her, I, I think I think the thing with Serena too is I think a lot of times, and this is kind of like the worst part is I feel like sometimes we, now sometimes I do feel like black people only look to date black people in certain spaces. Okay. And then we're more accepting of white people from different spaces. Okay. Like a lot of times we'll date 
the black guy who's the athlete or the black girl who's the video model or, the, or just the fine whatever, but you'll, you'll deal with the white guy who's a tech bro or the white girl who's a sloppy built mess or whatever fucking it like, like sometimes we'll, we, I don't know how to say it. So Maybe you're like, saying that some people lower their standards in a sense when it comes to dating outside their, the, a black person potentially at times that at times lowers their standards when it comes to dating outside there i mean it's still colors and there is still the idea of like i mean you know in our society like sometimes white women are held as a trophy like that mm-hmm. it does exist it ain't like it ain't like they're you know you dating a white woman you got all the same headaches especially a lot of brothers who you know if you ask them why they date white girls their first three reasons are complaints about black women like they those people do exist you know, but it's, it's a mixed bag, man. It's a mixed bag. I, I think with someone like, like Serena, she genuinely found happiness. I think she genuinely just found happiness. Yeah, I agree. And then like the comment that you just made about when men, I don't think a man is really happy when they lead with the negative insults toward a black woman. Yeah. Like you're, there's, you're dealing with emotional baggage, you're stressed, like there's something else. Because if you, if you have to put someone else down Mm-hmm. to uphold what you're doing then you know there's something wrong with it because your values are twisted i'm not against you know i think i've said this before and we talked about interracial dating i, I don't care who you're dating but don't belittle another race just because there's something about them that you don't like but really it's something about yourself you don't like or mm-hmm. something that happened within your your life that you don't like because i just for someone to literally only spew negative toward black women that in their answer to why they date outside their race, to me, is just complete bullshit. I don't know how else to say that. Like, yeah, and really, yeah, sir, and yeah. it's, it's also like, oh, my bad, Jay, go. No, I'm good. Go ahead. No, and this is like, see, that's why Carlton need to be here because I'm about to put down his father, his godfather. But, like, <laughs> but this is also like, this is also why I'm fuck with Kevin Samuels. But in general. There is a veiled ideology out there of demonizing black women specifically for very human behavior. And it's like men in general, like black men especially are always demonized as well for the same thing. But in terms of dating, there's a lot of like, when I hear black men giving their reasons why they don't date white women or why they don't date black women, it just very quickly becomes like, oh, you just don't like self-sufficient women. Or you just you. like like you just don't like anybody with an opinion, and you just and this seek is out why you see weak like, women because and, and that's you know what's crazy to me is a strong ideally you would think a strong man wants to be with a strong woman, but an insecure man is going to be so intimidated by a stronger woman, and she's not even stronger. It's just a woman who's not going to be dependent on you, and it's like that's the crazy part. Because most men complain and say all a woman wants is this, this, but when they meet a woman that can really fend for herself, all of a sudden is oh she a problem, she she talk too much or she 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 don't need me like I think you know what I'm saying like she they want these women to need them like that's why people don't understand what a relationship is and that's the part that drives me insane like if you don't know what a relationship is, a relationship is like who can dominate the other one it is a partnership. And if yeah. you're looking at it as a dominating situation, then you probably shouldn't be in no serious relationship. And, yeah, and definitely think, don't approach nobody that's strong-willed. Like, let's be real. Yeah, and I think a lot of people approach it um, from a perspective, uh, like, to, not really not really so much um, 
dependence, but subservience. And there's like a slight difference in a sense of like, I want you to have your own job or to do whatever. But when I say some shit, are you going to push back? <laughs> like, and is that weird? Is that weird? Like, blend, especially in this era, where there's a lot of men who want independent traits from women with everything except for their mind or their perspective. And it's the idea like, I want you to make your own bread. I want you to have your own goals. I want you to have your own dreams. I want you to have work ethic. But when we in the house, <laughs> you have no opinions. All of this <laughs> shit like, goes away. It, it's just such a contradiction of ideology. It's very, it's such a contradiction. And it's, and it's funny because I really started to, you know how like you just started reevaluating situations. And when you sit back and I started, and I started thinking about like people that I've dated and experienced in life. And I'm like, you know, something about him. And it was so funny because I was literally thinking about this, this one particular guy and it was literally like a switch went off for him, like with this whole like control thing. It was like, if I needed him, it was no urgency. It was no like, oh, she might be in trouble. Da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? It, it, if I'm like, and you would think that's what, you know, it was like the opposite. It was like, he didn't really want me to be, be he didn't want to be there for me, but he wanted me to be like his, I don't know, like, be there for him so I was just like this doesn't make any sense to me so the contradiction happened when I said something he didn't like and then he literally got on his feelings and I was like are you good and he was like it doesn't matter <laughs> I was like what but then the minute I ignored it the next time it happened and I was like I really don't give a shit then it was oh now you don't care and I'm like wait what so I don't I don't know I feel like if you don't know who yourself as a person, you just really shouldn't be in a relationship. The guy you the guy you're referring to, is he with a black woman now? No, he's not. He's with he's another race? Or he's by himself. He's okay. by himself. Yeah. But I, I also think that there is a misconception with black women. All black women are not harsh. Like, you know what I mean? Like all black women, I'm not saying that they don't, I don't. I don't feel like all black women have this backbone that we're portrayed as. Does that make sense? Okay. Like there are women that are black that are talked to crazy or treated crazy, like, or even just in general, like they're not outspoken. Bec you know what I'm saying? I feel like we get a bad rap. Like there's no communication field between a black man and a black woman because all a black woman does is complain about what he is and he isn't doing. But I don't think that's, I don't think that's true. I think that that, People put that out there as a norm, but I don't really think that's a norm in yeah, my uh, mind. Because if you think about it, a lot of times the black male is being raised by the well in the past. I don't know about now, but being raised by the black woman, and a lot of time I feel like are within the stereotypes that we've gotten, which is how I don't understand how we got to black women are so this, that, and the other. But if you think about how we're portrayed, a lot of times the black mom is seen as the matriarch of the family and the provider and all this, and like all these levels of greatness. And then it's like the minute these males of these women who raise them grow up, all of a sudden it's, I don't wanna date no black woman. And that's the part that always kind of confuses me. Cause a lot of times these males that are dating these white women have these strong black moms. So it, but it's not like they were like chastising their mothers for being strong growing up. It was, they were proud and felt honored that this woman was their mom. And then it's like, 
it flips and that's where me myself I get confused like when it's those type of scenarios because nine times out of ten lies it's it is though especially when it comes to these athletes like let's be real nine mm-hmm. times out of ten if they came from the hood and they're these big their mother was the one who raised them their mother is the one they're buying houses for and and taken care of and they're like oh I love my mom but then they go marry a white woman that is the part that I just I I think that I think there's a um in general there's always a lot of cognitive dis- dissonance in that and all right here we go I think a lot of that comes from to your point about the, the strong black woman or the that ideology I think a lot of that comes from the being raised by a single black mother, right? You look on Instagram now, all the memes that people have about like getting beat as kids or getting like, yeah, a lot of times your beatings are coming from a black woman. That is who is doing the beating in your household if you're being raised by a single mother. And I think a lot of men internalize that and project it out into dating. I think there's a lot of, when you grow up, there's just a perspective that you have. And plus two, just black people there's no more traumatized demographic than black people, maybe the indigenous people, you know, oh, but yeah, like, sure. it, in terms of representation is us. And so there is something to be said for two people with an immense amount of trauma and very little access to the resources or tools to deal with said trauma, trying to date each other and unpack that shit. And if you're really dating somebody, you are opening up levels of yourself and seeing aspects of yourself that you might not be comfortable and it's very, very difficult, you know, to see a reflection of yourself in someone else. You know, this is hard. And so if I can just go, hey, you know what? It's a hard work. Fuck this. I'm gonna go over here with Becky because she ain't got no trauma. She ain't got no, tra- everything to her is a wonderful day because she ain't never got beat a day in her life or she ain't never been broke or whatever the, the story is. There are a lot of people who see that as an escape hatch because we don't recognize a lot of the layers that lead to why these white people or Asian people or whatever it is can be more submissive because maybe they didn't have to be as strong growing up. Maybe that submission comes from privilege and comfort. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, I, I think as it relates to black men being raised by black women, and I think Christina, you and I talked about this as we were talking about Kevin Samuels and how he kind of seems to want to go toe to toe with women and I don't know his background, but I would like to reasonably assume he was raised by a black woman and didn't have a lot of black male influence in his life, at least not dominant or consistent male influence, because based on how he's so comfortable with going toe to toe with women, it almost seems like he's put himself like against women due to maybe his experience growing up you know as a black woman or with a black woman um you know seeing them be dominant in the house seeing them have to adapt masculine traits and be strong all of these things are commendable as you're raising a family by yourself but then you have these same black boys that grow up and it's hard for them to see the black woman as a romantic partner or someone that they want to be soft with and all that shit because they've only experienced such a strong person in the black woman that it's hard for them to see themselves in like a partnership with the black woman because maybe 
maybe they look at the black woman and go, oh, that's that's not supposed to happen because she tells me what to do or she's more dominant than I am because that's all I know. So then they go and seek something subconsciously that they feel like is what they should have or on their level and they don't even think about it, you know, so. Yeah, and it's, point. it's difficult when you're, um, that's why I was thinking about this the other day, just like, you know, my mom was single, raised me and my sister. And I just think about like, you know, it, it differs, but I, I do think some of the value coming from a two-parent household or whether step-parent or parent is that you get a chance to see your mother um, romantically and not like personally, of course, but in the sense of you get to see her be loved by someone else, you know, another man, another woman, whomever. And if you grow up in a single parent household your whole time, you never get to see your mother be loved by someone else other than the way that you love as a kid, which is very selfish. You know what I mean, but you never see someone bring her flowers or court her or do a number of things. And so when you just see same black women specifically as like doing labor <laughs> and angry and occasionally <laughs> like laughing or hot, like that is your experience. And you will carry that with you into future relationships of just your perspective of every time I go to school and see this white lady, she's happy. Every time I'm walking down the street and seeing a white lady, she's happy. But every time I'm home and I see a, a black woman, I'm getting beat. It feels like I'm getting yelled at. Like those are the things that you remember. Yeah. Right. Beyond, of course, the highlight moments of laughing. I guess you I remember guess, I just, I, You know what's crazy to me, and I don't, I don't know if this is just my household. My mother was not my dis disciplinarian. Right, because your father was there. Your father was there. Yeah, but I feel like a lot of times, though, if when I'm talking to people, whether you know what I'm saying, whether my my friends who have had both parents in the house or not, the mother was still a disciplinarian. Okay, at least well when it then, came to the girls okay well then take it take i say you got to take it back another layer and then look at how your mom was raised because i don't know your mom yeah oh uh, my granny didn't play she was a just i everyone was scared of my grandmother like mm -hmm. i mean i loved her to death but you didn't want you didn't want to get in trouble by her because she would get you with the switch like she right. was old school old school and, and that that was your mom's mom correct okay well it was it it was it but that's the thing that was another my both my mom's parents were both in the household but my mother but my grandmother was a disciplinarian you see mm -hmm. what i'm saying like mm -hmm. i don't I, maybe that's why my mom fell back more when she got married and my dad became a disciplinarian but in my household growing up my mother was not the disciplinarian she came from a household where her mom was a disciplinarian and my dad who came from a single well not single but his stepdad was I, can, I guess you can say I guess they both were in a sense because I mean when he wasn't around my grandmother was a single mother right. but well, and, it, um, it, and it's not universal either it's not like right. you know one 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 thing fits all because mm -hmm. I mean again like I said there still is colorism there still is oh, just, definitely you know, colorism hey, Especially in our era, because we we grew up. When we said that all the time. Our era is weird, right? It was a lot of like, um, like the kids now, like they're actually fighting and exposing. Because I mean, a lot of them know how to do Photoshop and stuff, but they're fighting like, oh, they took this model and brightened her up, or they darkened Gave her more her exposure. Yeah. There's more exposure. Ours was just, damn, Beyonce looked light as hell on that picture, but okay, <laughs> like. That's just what she looked like. You didn't even contextualize. It was like, I remember I saw one thing with like Beyonce and Kelly Rowland were the exact same color. 
Like no. it obviously lightened up Kelly. Like it's you know terrible. What I mean? It was just, it was just one of the things, it's like, but we just see those images and you just get used to. Um, the problem is, and, and, and like you're saying, we get used to it. And yeah. unfortunately, that's the problem because we don't, I guess like even now, you know, everyone's like, well, why are, you know, all, and this is, it takes away from, and I'm not saying these people don't, shouldn't get any type of, I don't know, claim or accept whatever I'm trying to say that they get but I just feel like because there has not been so, a lot of representation and because now we have so many people fighting which it did work obviously because you're we're seeing that a lot more but part of me was like well is this genuine are they just doing you know what I'm saying are they giving out all these awards and recognizing all these people simply because it's the thing to do at this time or because they understand that they fucked up because if you think about what they're trying to pass these dumbass laws about hiding and the education system, slavery and things of that nature, but yet we're we're uh, rewarding, you know, the first black woman to do this or the first black male to do this, and like we have all of these accolades this year with a lot of firsts for black people, but then we're still seeing how they're trying to wipe out. I mean, think about the ma- the ma- the massacre, Massachusetts massacre, whatever. Black Wall Street is that Black Wall Street? Yeah, Black Wall Street yeah, was one of them. Yeah. And like, think about, and they're like trying to get rid of that while also trying to recognize people, you know, in the moment. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, did it work or is it just working for now? Well, that's why you can't take away someone's pro-Blackness because of who they date. Because, and I think that's what a lot of people get real messed up about, like pro-Blackness or just really any revolutionary cause is, it's about attacking the system. Like a lot of this bullshit is like it's 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 fickle. It's surface level. A lot of these, it's window dressing, but it's about systemic oppression mm-hmm. of black people based in race. And if you're fighting against that, you're pro-black. That's it. There's That's nothing. It. There is because the, the issue is your oppressor mm-hmm. does not care about your identity as long as you are for the oppression of black people or whatever other demographic you want to put in there. It's like, as long as, hey, you're, you want to take critical race theory out of school, you're on our team. You want to stop talking about slavery, you're on our team. And there's a bunch of people, there's black people, white, whatever, who are on their side. They don't care. We're really old, like the pro side of everything is the only ones that have like filtration systems based in identity about who can and who can't participate. But it is just... No, even out here, like in LA, we got a whole, really it's it's national, but there's a whole organization called like, um, um, I think it's like white people for black lives or white lives for black, something like that. And basically like in, in Black Lives Matter, if you join and you're a white person, you get to come, you can participate in everything. Only thing you can't do, only thing you can't do, sorry. <laughs> Y'all are terrific tonight. Oh my god. See, that's like my dad. How you cut off on the computer? <laughs> How you cut it off? Dude. <laughs> now I got the zoom. Hold on now. You struggling, struggling. We good? Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> I do have one more thing to say though, real quick. Go do ahead. you think someone who wasn't 
pro-black can become pro-black based on who they're dating maybe i don't agree i don't know because you know that's the whole scandal now i don't watch the bachelor but that's the whole scandal with this most recent storyline of the bachelor because the girl he picked back in her heyday she was a little racist dressed up with blackface was participating in some i guess fake auction for slaves or something like that she was definitely on that teeter-totter line of questionable behavior so when he picked her that's when all this stuff came out and they ended up breaking up but recently (laughs) on the down low he got back with her you know he'd been real secret about it but they got caught out in public and so he, like the press release said that he's trying to figure out what he should do because he knows that it looks bad because it does look bad. But, but then the girl was like, she was saying how she's grown and learned from this situation. But then it's like, well, this show is also, this is a show. Like this is The Bachelor. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, is this, could she be genuine? Maybe, maybe not. But my question is like, all right. So would you have started to become started learning that your behavior is wrong despite him because if it's not despite him in my mind you're not pro-black it's not like you learned something and was like you know what what i did was wrong but because this man that you just so happen to be with is black now all of a sudden it's like oh i knew i did something wrong because i feel like if he were white she wouldn't have thought any of that shit was wrong you see what i'm saying that's why i'm just like Mm, I, I feel like if you're not black, attempting attempting to be pro-black, I think there's at some point you have to either experience something firsthand or feel something firsthand to even be connected to that. Because I think you just watching a video or reading a book or just around other people who are pro-black, I still don't think it works. I, I still don't think there's a connection there. Yeah, I think... Uh, I, I- it's like it's like it's like the manager hanging out with the basketball team calling himself a hooper it's just not just not how that goes so yeah i think i think there's many routes to again there's so many routes to get in places but definitely if that's kind of the whole point of like white privilege right is that it creates a certain blindness to the experience of being black because you can just never fathom like you're relationship with the police is just going to be very different than our relationship with the police or a number mm-hmm. of other things. But I do think that if you, um, I think that if you do, like say you date someone that's black and you notice like, oh, like just it's like maybe you get pulled over driving and you're white and they ask your person, your black person for their license and registration in the passenger seat. Like it's like little experiences like that that can make you like almost not break the veil, you know what I mean? But you think I think there are how do I put it? It's possible. Like there's just ways that people can be introduced to the idea of racism, you know. Um, but I mean, there's also just a ton of white people dating black people. Still, just don't. It's just it's like it's people, you know what I mean? It's hard to make like a one for one. It's like yeah, you know, it's it's. Uh, you know, Kim and Kanye is interesting because they got together and she became more pro-black and he became less. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, she's with criminal justice. 
Oh wow! I was not scared. <laughs> I mean, I'm not disagreeing. It's like Space Jam with racism. Like they both touched the Yeezy, and he lost like his. Like, <laughs> 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 she started picking up law books. This nigga put on a MAGA hat. Like, yeah. Jesus Christ. And said it wasn't a MAGA hat because he revamped it. Like the fuck. Okay. Mm. Whatever. Dragon energy. Damn it. Okay. So I got I got a question for this pro-black dating conversation. Is it fair to say that more women are upset about this than men? Or is is this is this a thing? Don't do that, Christina. I just I, asked I, the I just, question. I know, just asked based on observation. But the observe, okay, but y'all have to realize that like, everything that everyone put out there is, I mean, social media makes it so, don't laugh. That makes it so that it seems you like black people are complaining. <laughs> and that's, we're not complaining. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, if y'all walk down the street right now and add 20 girls, 20 women, if they care if a man dated outside his right, I guarantee you, if not half, will say, no, they do not care. Here's my question. Okay. Because I don't give a fuck who anyone's dating. And but, I know I'm not the only black woman out there who don't give a damn because we but, don't care. But, okay. 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 You, <laughs> i say it this way. There's a lot of people that got nine to five jobs, <laughs> right? That don't hate strippers or hate drug dealers. But you do look on Instagram and go, now this is some bullshit. All that money. <laughs> this is some bullshit. I think it depends on the person. So like, for example, you just talked about Kanye. No. Like Kanye with Kim. No, 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 no. But there's a lot of people who go, I don't like, hate that he's with a white woman and he's happy. When you're alone, when you're home, and you go, that's kind of some bullshit. <laughs> no. Okay, so like, I don't know if it's a good, like Tia and Tamira. I'm happy Tia's with her black husband. I'm happy Tamira's with her white husband. No, like, I don't okay. care. No. But I'm just okay. saying that. You but you know, black you know what we're talking about. We're talking about Tia and Tamira. They already own the fence. No, they're a great example because when Tamira got married, she received a lot of backlash and hate for marrying this white man. And for one, I guess people forgot that Tamara's mixed. I, I that's let's just start there. But also, so like, how is this a great example? Oh shit! This Can we just say Tamara's black? <laughs> this is not a great example. Okay, okay, you're right. Serena's but, a better example. Serena is a better example. I'm gonna go back to Serena. Let me go back to Serena. People were really rooting for Serena, and and um. Uh, Meghan Markle. We were all applauding that. Come on now. We were really ecstatic. Mm-hmm. And how she get treated? She didn't get treated bad by us. She's the black. She's the first black princess. What you talking about? She got treated bad because of like those people. That wasn't the question. The question was who they get the hate the most from. And I knew y'all were trying to say. For black uh, women. We weren't trying to say nothing. We asked, yes, I asked a question. Were. I asked a question. And then y'all started laughing. That's I'm fine. We're still human. <laughs> Look, okay, thank you. No, I only say that because I think, not even I think, black women are the most hurt from 
uh, how would I say, the idea of black men dating outside the race. It's like, what is it, like black women and Asian men are like the least dated demographics or married demographics, something like that. And it's just like, that shit is difficult. Like that shit is, I mean, it's, it's, it's it, you would be unhuman to believe. I'm like, not saying that that's not, cause I hear, yes. Black women are, pro, you know, typically whatever. But that is not, I don't think that that, at least from my perspective, I've never seen the people I hang around, I would hang around a mix. Mm-hmm. Like none of us is upset if someone that we know is dating outside their race. No, but how many, like, again, like the comments under there in general, whenever they put up the picture. It was a black people. woman. A ton of black women who are angry. You don't know if these people are black women. Just the other day, they found out that white man was pretending to be a black woman on social media. That could be a whole facade. All of them? Uh, we get. I didn't say all of them. <laughs> I simply said we cannot confirm nor deny if every oh, single you a lawyer post. now. See, you know what else too? You know what else too? And Jay know what I'm talking about here. Every well, here's that. I've gone to lunch with a white coworker before. You get the look. Oh, <laughs> you get the look. You get the, and I'd be at lunch. Oh yeah, those looks are very awkward. You get the look of like, sell out ass nigga. You just get that, you get that look. But do you get it from black women or do you just get it from people in general? You get it from people. All white people give you the, who this nigga touching this white girl. Why black women give you that you a sellout. Black women give you that look. You can't every black man know what I'm talking about. If you ever gone to lunch or I, I morning, get you what you're like, saying. I get what shit. you're saying. Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna act like growing up, I would be like, oh, but again, we grew up in that time where like like I said, we grew up in that era where we have like old school values, but then we're also mixing it with like new new era stuff, but whatever. And of course, growing up, you would hear that like if you get money, you need to stay living. Don't go out there and get you no white girl. Bury within your race. I mean, but like I also. But does does anybody ever talk about why? Well, for why me, why for is what, it an advantage or an or an issue? For me, from what I've always gathered, was understanding of you don't leave behind the people that brought you, got you to where you were at. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Number two is, so you're helping out the next, you know, like the next, like giving back in a sense, kind of giving back to your community. Like what I'm saying, like, why would you want to go without outside of your community? What you're, does- going, you're, you're, a, you're a very, cause I mean, like, like be, realistically. And I think I had this conversation with you, Jonathan, when we were talking about my little brother, cause he's someone that's pro-black. He gone, he's, he's God-fearing, whatever, whatever. And I was telling, he was talking to me one day about how he's approached black girls and typically they don't talk to him when I see him as a friend. Or they don't want him when he wants him, wants to be with them. And he ends up dating, did outside his race. My younger sister predominantly dates outside her race. So growing up when we were, me and my oldest sister, because me and my youngest brother, we're nine years apart. So there's a big gap. So growing up, we saw two sets of parents. And I think Jonathan knows this. My dad is from Mobile, Alabama. So that whole you date with inside your race is because they saw stuff. And then my mother's side of the family from Arkansas. It was like, you just knew that wasn't an option. You know what I'm saying? You just knew like, yeah, you could say someone's cute, but 
you're not going to actually like be with them, be with them. So then as we got older and I saw that my younger siblings both predominantly dated outside of their race, I began understanding like it ain't always, you know, what it's cracked up to be because my younger sister always says, well, she's never really approached by guys or black men because of how she looks. My younger sister is top heavy and very petite. So ideally she's approached by white men because ideally white men like her, her shape, her appearance. Whereas I'm probably going to be approached more by a black man. So I, I see how, you know, a lot of times I see how you can evolve from like, oh, I don't date outside my race to now, but I also don't understand why now people are still, especially in 2021, like no one should be living no one crazy. Because again, if my little sister's not being approached by no black guy, she's not gonna date no black guy. You know what I'm saying? So it might not be their fault. <laughs> so for so for people to get, get mad at who someone is dating, to me, it's just like, y'all ain't got nothing better to do. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, to, to your point, it's like, it's, and again, it's the mini routes thing, but like we, like, you know, there's a, uh, uh, someone Jay and I both know who dated predominantly white women all through college. And he is, if you looked now, he would be like the grand prize and like, why are you with white women? Because you're a successful lawyer, engineer, doctor, whatever. But when you talk about his life experience, a lot of it was growing up <laughs> when you're on that route and you're taking a lot of corny classes or whatever you're doing, people just weren't checking for him. Like black women specifically, because he grew up around black women, they just were not checking for him. And kind of like it's just to be in, you know, top heavy and whatever that uh, attracted. He just and not and obviously there's black women who are doctors and who are whatever and all these things. But in but did his you ever notice a lot of times they're married to someone else out there race? Have you ever noticed that? What you mean? Like you said, black women. Have mm -hmm. you ever noticed that doctors, like black women, doctors for some reason? I don't know if this is just me, but I've always noticed that predominantly they marry outside their race. Why do you think that? I think there's an aspect of. Um, I think it's just target demographic. Yeah, like, I, think, I, I think we need to stop checking off the box of being black or white or whatever color you are and look at the traits and the personality and the character of the person. Like, Christina, I, I, know, I, I know you know probably hundreds of black men, just know them. And I'm pretty sure you don't find all of them attractive simply because they're black. Oh, yeah, for sure. There's vibe, there's energy, there's appearance, that's how a nigga walk, how he talks, how he dresses, all of those things. Like, those all play a factor. So, I, you know, so to Miles's point, when a certain person is around a certain environment, they're going to be groomed a certain way, they're going to be around certain people, they're going to pick up on certain traits or have certain habits or whatever. And then I think those things, mix it all together, is going to attract a certain type of person, regardless of skin color. So but, yeah, and it's like, there's a certain social barriers, which is like, if I'm a doctor, and I'm making 180, 250 a year, I probably want to date someone else who's making 180, 250 a year. And how many black people represent that population? You know, or someone who comprehends what my lifestyle looks like making that kind of money. That mm. as well. That as well. And it's it's very difficult for you to like I think a lot of times we look at <coughs> relationships as like balance. I think that was a big thing, was like, you're the breadwinner. And so now you lift us all up in the household. Yeah. I think a lot of people was like, listen, if I make 180 and you make 30. 
now we somehow make one like 100 i didn't work this hard to make 100 i need someone who's gonna get us up to 360 like that's just that's i think that's fair i think that's fair i think that's fair you don't think it's fair what what part is not fair because if you genuinely i don't i guess Oh, love understand. is love. Don't get me wrong. Okay, love thank is. you. Never mind. Yeah. If you understand that love is love, all that matters. Because I was about to be like. Now we we'll get. I mean, listen, the princess and the frog, whatever the fuck. But like, <laughs> I mean, I get what you're saying, but not like that's not that's not every scenario. Like, yes, granny, most people do probably end up dating or marrying someone that's within their realm of like dating. There's yeah. like Jonathan was saying, you're gonna obviously gravitate to people who are in like with you, but. <laughs> There are instances when that's not always necessarily true, and you know. But I think I think there's just a practicality of dating, especially if you're a successful woman, where it's like, are you really trying to date someone who makes not less money than you, but a man who, let's say, it's very hard to date a man who makes less money than you and is secure in that position. It's very difficult. To and find. I agree. And so if you're in a space where you make for some reason 150, 200 plus, you just even where you hang out is going to be different. Yeah. Your coworkers, when y'all say, hey, let's go get a bite to eat, it's a different place. <laughs> that bite to eat is a different bite. It ain't cream burger, that's for sure. No, no, my McDonald's drive through is your $50 salad. It's a different bag. It's right. a whole different. Literally. And so who's in that $50 salad place? Who's shopping at Whole Foods? Who's looking for homes in XYZ neighborhood? It's just, it, dating is so much about where your universe is and what's in your like circumference that it's just like, like who wants to go out? And it's like, say there's a, say there's a lifestyle you're accustomed to and you've got a man who makes half of what you make that can't afford to take you to your favorite restaurant. Can't afford can't the afford appetizer. To, can't afford can't to make afford the reservation. Yeah, can't afford. Damn. Why y'all gotta make these scenarios so just so? Because it's real, and it needs to be talked about. I it's mean, it's and real it's not, for to a certain extent. But it's no, it's true in the sense of like black people. Again, back to the oppression. Black people are kept away from economic advancement. That's like the first one of the first ways that we're attacked. And yeah. so when you talk about two of these people dating, that is a big divide. Serena can only date so many people. And so, unfortunately, for her level, it is a lot of rappers and ball players. That's just what it is. <laughs> like the white guy that she met is a billionaire. It ain't like she met. No, I understand that, and I, I understand. <laughs> I understand all of that. I'm just simply saying, at the end of, but that 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 proves the point I was trying to make earlier. When like I feel like I was saying like black women get a bad rap because of how society portrays them, especially dark-skinned Black women. Like, mm -hmm. we're portrayed a certain way. Now, yes, I'm not saying light-skinned women don't get portrayed a certain way either, but a lot of times, even though it might be seen as lesser, it's still better than how they portray dark-skinned women. Because whether it's, you know, the video girl, the video, it's all more than likely the 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 hoe in the video is light skin girl. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like that's the, the the association. A lot of times, like the, they when they like when light skin women say, "Well, there's negative things about us." Yeah, I get it, 
<laughs> y'all are being sexualized too. But at the same time, it's like y'all are being praised in a sense. Whereas yeah, with us, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like we're not the love interest. We, we usually, the mistress or the stripper that they fucking in the back of the, the club. And then it's like, it is what it is. And so like, that's why I don't know. That's why one thing about me, I go hard for like my people because I'm just like, nah, like we didn't really, we didn't really been through too much. But like women like Serena, like, I feel like they portray her so right. Cause a lot of people said she was a bitch. Like a lot of people when she first, you know, started like asserting herself or like making complaints, it was, oh, she's being extra. She's being a bitch when she was solely asking for the same amount, if not equal privilege. So it's just like, mm -hmm. so if I speak up for myself, I'm a problem. If I don't say nothing, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm bougie. And then it's like, then th this trickles into, okay, well, now she's dating this person. So he obviously didn't want to be with her. Now she with it. He didn't want to be with her because she didn't. Bro it's just, it's too much after a while. It's like negative, negative, negative. So then you get to the point where like, well, damn, maybe she is. And in the, in the end, it's not even that at all. It's just what has been portrayed out there through the media. And that's all we're, we're ever shown. Yeah. And it's just her, her stamp on culture. Like, oh, for sure. Just like, like I grew up, like when I was growing up, there were like Venus and Serena tennis camps, like out here. Like they were bringing them to Compton, to South LA, to all these places. Like they did a whole bunch of work out here in these communities. And the idea that she ended up with a black, like a white man, <clears throat> erasing all that work and making her not pro-black. It's just right. it's ridiculous. Yeah, that, that shit don't make sense. Yeah, not at all. It's your resume. Yeah, I don't. There's, I, a, bunch of, there's a bunch of pro-black couples that have been doing a bunch of coony shit. So it don't like it don't just because both y'all niggas cooped up together in the coon cage. It don't make y'all niggas a bunch of like. Oh my god! It don't make y'all feel black. Yeah. Both I mean, as, as, as it relates as it relates to like the old school value of you dating outside your race, taken away from the culture, or not being able to give back. Mm -hmm. I feel like all of that shit really boils down to the, all the bloodline. Yeah, like all of that shit boils down to the mentality of the person and not what what they do with their private parts. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. what someone does sexually has nothing to do with the integrity or moral fabric of that person. Like if they're built to give back to the community, if they're built to host workshops or do a camp or, you know, build a community center, that's what the fuck they're gonna do. You know, regardless of who they choose to lay down with or have children with or go on a date with, I feel like all of that shit doesn't matter. Yeah, and I think I a lot agree. of niggas like, like to your point, a lot of people uh, glamorize what protest looks like mm. like and a lot of time like protest and what community building lo looks like and if you look at like whether it's the kwanzaa principles or just a number of things like like what you do jay like working with kids and like building self-esteem and like that is pro-blackness <laughs> like right. carrying yourself in a certain demeanor like wearing your natural hair doing these are all images of pro-blackness you know what i mean like what's his name donald glover you know he uh He's about as like quote unquote like whitewashed as you can get. But if you see how he moves throughout the world, the content he creates, he creates a lot of pro-black content. He no, he does. Into very different he, spaces creatively. No, he, he does. He gets a bad rep for being for marrying. Or is he married to her? I don't know if they married. He was married, married yeah, yeah. But he dates outside of his race. And he was actually an interview I saw, if I'm not mistaken, he was the one that made that comment about well, what am I supposed to do if, you know. 
the black women I'm pursuing don't don't want me to pursue them. And then after talking to my brother, I was like, that that is a thing. You know what I'm saying? Like you can definitely be attracted to someone and they just die really feeling your vibe. But then also Jordan uh, Peel, he's also very pro-black and he has married outside of his race as well. Him, Luke Cage. I remember there was a thing with, uh, what's his name? Ghost. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot about mm-hmm. him. He was talking about, because he was married to a white woman and they, uh, they was dogging him for it. And he was up there talking about like, when I was broke and I had nothing and was in college, she was by me. <laughs> like, this was the woman, not white, right, not, this, right, this was right. the woman that held me down. And it's like, now that he's reached all this success, what are you supposed to do? Just turn his back on her? Because she's white. Like, it's all, it's all just arbitrary i mean, I mean have, and i think a lot of it it's does not like that it's not like that don't happen what oh no no of course <laughs> okay of course but i mean you know i i wonder how many people <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying i mean you know we need to get that i wonder i wonder how many people have considered that being able or just dating outside of your race is in a way pro-black to be like now we have a choice now we don't have to be shackled or told what to do or just all of this shit and then to the point made earlier like when you put a black dick in anything you get a black child so what's the problem you know i I think that problem is when they talk about and that just stems back from like old generation they talk about the bloodline because if you really think about it our melatonin is so many different shades. Your right. your melanin, ancestry can melanin, reach back. Melanin. You know what I thought meant. I said melatonin, melanin. Y'all know, what, y'all know what's going on with me right now. Y'all know I know that word. Don't do that. <laughs> Lord forgive me. Melanin. Melatonin. And you know what's crazy? Never mind. I'm not gonna tell. Artains. <laughs> but um, and again, y'all know what's happening right now. Also, I'm over here eating still. I just need to just calm down. I dropping stuff. It's a lot. Okay. Anyways, okay. so what I'm saying is, I think that stems from like when people when with what Jonathan was saying, like why do people like care so much? I think within our race, our melanin comes in several different shades, and a lot of times, like a person can be mixed, and sometimes they don't look mixed. Whereas a person could be black, and sometimes they look completely white. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like. I think that, the, so so the notion is like, the more mixed our genes get, will fade away. But I don't think that's necessarily true because we come in so many shapes. Like you can legit have twins with a mixed race and one literally could come out with black skin and the other one come out with white skin. And it's uh, like- People don't understand America. Like in yeah. America, the one drop rule still exists. And so- and that's, that's again. That's the thing. Like black people, we're pushing people out of our community. It's like you can't have both. You can't reject black people and then get mad at Hispanics for not calling themselves Afro Latina or denying their black hair. Like you gotta have. You're black. You are black. If there's a drop in you, if there's a thing, because America more than anything gonna remind you that you're a nigga. Fast. Like it's just, it ain't no. It ain't no. It ain't no middle ground. You get pulled over and go, well, I'm actually 116th black. Nigga, I don't care. Get out the car. <laughs> like, right. I seen your nose. Like, get the fuck out the car. <laughs> get out the car. Uh, that shit, man. Oh. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs>